0: Sorry if I was being mean, I had two beers this episode. Do
1: you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel, Disney Battle,
2: Disney Channel, Disney Battle, Disney Channel, Disney Battle, Battle,
0: yeah.
2: Feels good, baby. Hey, everybody.
0: (laughs) Jesus. Welcome.
2: (laughs) Welcome to episode 50 of the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. This is our lounge episode. There will be no screaming. There will be no shouting. There will be no drinking of any kind. We've turned over a new leaf. This is the episode where we talk very calmly about a Disney Channel original movie that we all love. I can't do this anymore. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. That felt so weird. I'm never going to do that again. Brandon,
1: can you pass
2: the mustard, please?
1: The fancy mustard.
2: <laughs> Did you wants that Grey Poupon, that Dijon. This episode
1: sponsored by Grey Poupon.
2: <laughs> I wish. I'd love it if the, anybody gave me money. My name is Brandon Lamuto. I am your host, and I am joined by my Wildcats. My wild friends. Ryan Metz is our sound engineer. Um,
1: oh, I'm just taking the night off. Actually, I'm just here to observe.
2: Oh, oh, oh okay. All right, then. I, I didn't watch I, the I, movie. Oh. oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Then you could just listen. Um, I think I think you would re- you would have really liked this one. Fuck, I, I,
1: fuck I, that. That's not true.
2: I, eh, I've got a sense. It's got baseball in it. I know that you like baseball. We have our mixologist. <sighs> James
3: Letary. And, Hi, James. And tonight's second string uh, engineer. Don't <laughs> know what I'm doing. Don't know where it's going to lead.
2: Well, no, that's great. I'm glad that you're doing that. So, okay. We're, you know, we're going to send you all of our files. We're going to send you all the sound files. You're just going to like uh, mash them together.
1: Turn, turn the volume okay. down, James, all the way down. Okay. I'm taking notes and volume is the the loudness. It's the one on the left. I mean, I don't know what you're using, but it's the one on the left.
2: Um, Yeah, makes your ears feel good or bad. I
1: don't know. It's really not that much work. Just like, trust your gut. All right. All right. So, I guess the audience will be the ultimate judge of how. Gosh,
3: shit.
2: Oh, well. We'll figure this out. Maybe Brennan Banta can help us. Hi, Brennan.
0: I'm not really here. This is just a pre recording of Brennan.
2: okay, okay. <laughs> Well, hold one, on Let,
0: James let's, <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's okay well hopefully hopefully all that audio is gonna work out it sounds like it sounds like it's just me so I'm just gonna talk a lot uh, about just about anything. How's that any um, different
1: from what we normally do?
0: oh, oh my god good point you guys
2: <laughs> yeah Oh this feels good episode 50 50 episodes of the Disney Channel tipsy panel We have been doing this for two years now since october of 2018 do you oh guys feel God. uh better worse smarter dumber I feel older oh. definitely older this yeah. is
1: like how uh jaded old men who are misogynistic say that when you get divorced it's like stepping into a time machine and like you step out and you're just like older and fatter and like uglier and that's yeah. what this is except i'm i'm hotter and smarter and and faster so disney
2: channel original movies has turned you into a himbo
1: yeah no and i'm i'm dumber than ever but i'm better looking
2: hell yeah all about that secure the bag you deserve it thanks baby i just feel older my bones are weak and my brain is baloney but that's okay because we do it for you our listeners who we love
1: we get some mustard with that baloney (laughs)
2: episode 50 we had to do it we had to do the big decom we had to do the decom that literally set the record for largest uh made for tv telecast ever in 2007
0: it's the criterion collection yes of the decoms
2: absolutely uh you've you've definitely heard of it um you you have a a a passing idea of what it is uh it's high school musical too (laughs) High School Musical too, the movie that made Zac Efron famous, and the movie that made everybody else uh, kind of just infamous. You know, like you, you've seen them around, but you haven't really heard much good about them. But yeah, that's that's High School Musical too, the movie that basically said, "What if uh, we made a movie where six-year-olds could just dance in front of the TV?" And that's exactly what happened. 17 what if, million six-year-olds dance in front of a TV. What if
1: high school, but theater and adults?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, but before we get into the movie, we are called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. Why? Uh, it's because our brains are broken. No. We got we to gotta write them some way. And mm. we write them with alcohol. Uh, James made a wonderful drink. That I have right next to me. We don't always. I don't always have the drinks while we're recording separately in the comfort of our own homes. But 50, we got the recipe. Early Fifty. This
1: time, so. Fifty. Yeah, I it's gotta have it
2: for a special 15. occasion. James, tell us about this drink.
3: Well, this special fiftieth recipe is called Lava Lemonade <laughs> uh, mm. because the country club in this is called Lava Springs, which honestly, I. I'm a little sleep deprived, so I had sort of a fantasy of it being just a lava pit that swallowed up the whole movie at a certain point. And it, made think
2: of, it made me think of, uh, like, a lava world in, like, a Mario game.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a lava lemonade, a.k.a. my own name for it, the Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino, legendary Mexican-American golfer. Uh, he's the guy in Happy Gilmore who keeps showing up randomly and says, like, Grizzly oh. Adams did have a beard. <laughs> um, oh, <okay>. amazing golfer. <laughs> um, so, and there was a lot of golf and country clubs in this movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically it's an Arnold Palmer with a little twist to make it a little bit more high school musical. So it's uh, equal parts of pink lemonade and uh, black sweet iced tea pink, because obviously we got lots of Sharpay in this movie who mm. we'll get to. Um, mm. And then tequila instead of like, a. there's all these combinations of it. A John Daly is an Arnold Palmer with vodka. So this is tequila uh, because they're also in New Mexico. and uh, Garnish it with mint, lemon, uh, and uh, any other fruits you want. Blackberry, raspberry, strawberry. uh, And then drink it with a ton of ice
2: and be refreshed. Yeah, I I threw a little strawberries in mine. It definitely uh, gives it a nice fruity taste. Um, it, It reminds me of another lemonade uh, lemonadey drink that you did. You made a shandy for uh, a, f- a few episodes back, um, and it was a spicy shandy. And oh yeah, drinking this, I almost wanted. I almost want to put a little like cayenne in it, give it a hey, throw it, it in cake. there. That yeah, was the here.
1: Anthony shandy, I believe.
2: Oh, the Anthony <laughs> shandy. You're right. You're absolutely right. There Shouts was some other name Anthony for Landy. it, but I don't remember. Yeah, shout out to Anthony Landy, uh, a former guest and a big fan of the show. But also shout outs to all the other people who have been listening thus far, because we have some people who have been listening right from the beginning. We got Marissa. We got Samantha. We have Jared, who is banned from the show, but (laughs) we can still, we can still thank him
1: forever in our hearts.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Made, made things interesting. Uh, anybody who has emailed us, if I haven't already called you out, uh, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening to us. And it just feels good to be heard. You know, we love you guys. James,
1: um, I'm really impressed that you had time to make such an uh, elaborate drink recipe, uh, you know, w- with you being a dad now and all. Like, that's why mm-hmm. you're sleep deprived, because you just welcomed your first child into the world. Mm-hmm. So congratulations yep. on becoming a father. Um, yep. My How
3: my is son's
2: little
3: Z- Truby? Uh, well, <laughs> Truby is his nickname. His real name is Zach Efron Leteri. Mm. <laughs> and um, he was born, he was 17 pounds. Oh, my God. Wow.
1: That's a big a yeah. boy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. And uh he's he's my He he's looks your... exactly like my girlfriend's boyfriend, but uh he's still my boy. <laughs> Very <laughs> he's sweet. He's your pride and joy.
1: He's your sweet little boy.
2: Yeah. I'm Congratulations. You guys have all of this bonding time together.
1: And you're my dad too, James. So thank you,
2: dad. No. Oh,
3: you're welcome to also my dad's and Brandon who is um beyond dad... a is, is a Yeah, you're my dad. <laughs> I'm
0: a dad, too, yeah. most. Hey,
2: dads, dad is not gender-exclusive. Anyone can be a dad. You know what it takes? It takes a big heart, a big case of Michelob Ultra, and some big golf clubs, and, a, and you're a dad. Oomph.
1: It takes yeah. a little bit of oomph as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about the dads in this movie, um, but I, I, I guess we kind of have to go in, in some semblance of order, don't we? Um so let's, let, let's get into it. High School Musical is – oh, I guess I should say normally this is when we would do the Tipsy Treatments. We didn't even think to do Tipsy Treatments oh, for this movie yeah. because this movie is just every trope that you can think of for a, a high school movie that takes place in the summer. You know what's going to happen. You know that there's some teen love triangle. You know that the start of the movie is a bunch of kids just sitting in a classroom looking at a clock. And you, you know that there's just going to be in the sun. You know that the mean girl is going to fall in the pool. Uh, th- there's really no surprises. That's that's not why this movie was made. I, Nobody I wants have, to be surprised. I have a
1: few surprises for you guys. Do you guys want to play a little game?
2: Oh, yeah, I would love to. All, All right,
1: on. so um, take a guess where I watched this movie. Not physically where I was, but where I streamed it.
2: Oh, okay. Um, uh, is it one, two, three movies?
1: Um, I think it was actually so. Oh, <laughs> Bam, oh. nailed First it. Try. Um, all right, now somebody else has to guess. Uh, at what speed did I watch this movie? Two
0: point five x.
1: Two five? No, that's wrong. I'm sorry, Brennan. No, oh. one seven five. I'm um, sorry, James. You're incorrect. Brandon, oh, bring it on was home, it baby. Three? No, no, it was two. I don't think I could actually understand it. At, at all if it were any faster. So three
2: three would be pretty intense. You'd basically be watching Alvin and the Chipmunks do high school musical.
1: Yeah, no, I understood a little bit of this movie, but unfortunately I was pressed for time as um I normally am. And uh yeah, I watched this at double speed right before we got on mic. So this um,
2: movie is long. Yeah. Uh if you watch this on Disney Plus, you get some extent you get the extended version, oh, which is a hundred and thirteen minutes. Oh, is that Way the
3: longest long. one? Is that yeah. our longest decom?
2: Oh, absolutely. It is the longest decom that we've seen. I, I can't imagine they're any longer. I mean, most of them, you know, they're they're pushing to get to 82 minutes, mm. whereas this one just had like there. There is a 10 minute deleted scene. Ugh. yeah. Um, but yeah, high school musical They're in high school. It's a musical. It's summer. There's a love triangle. They work at a country club. That's pretty much everything that you need to know about this movie. Should we just uh, dive right in?
1: Yeah. And here's my first thought, right? So they have so much school spirit, like more than any normal human being would. uh, But they're so excited to get out of school and go to Mm -hmm. work, which I guess it makes sense. I mean, if you love your school so much, you still want to break from it. But like they were raring to get out. And then they went with the same people just to a different place so they could like bust their asses. You know, all of them were like. They, laborers.
0: So they work at a country club. Do they live at a country club?
2: Well, we do mm. see Zach Efron go home, but we don't see anybody else go home. So <laughs> I'm led to believe that there's some sort of basement enclosure <laughs> in which they lock everybody overnight.
1: Well, they treat them all like indentured servants. So they live in the servants quarters.
2: Yeah, very much so. Um,
3: Except for Zach Efron who gets to go home. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations you're not a prisoner.
2: <laughs> I mean this, the the message of this movie is is very very interesting, you know. It's basically if you have money, you're bad. Well, I, it's, it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of funny how just direct that one is. As soon as you experience the privilege of money, you become a bad person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. They really do highlight the um class differences in this movie and <laughs> Yeah, they show that by Sharpay essentially buying off the country club manager to like exclude people. Yeah, um, it, it's a pretty woke film, if if you ask me. <laughs> I mean,
0: okay, out of all of the main cast, the two white members are the ones that reap all the benefits of knowing people who play golf.
2: Right. <laughs> And then they pull in the the one other white guy to be there, you know, right. their chummy chum, right. and everybody else Ryan. is just you know, everybody else is washing dishes and waiting on tables. And as soon as you become as soon as you become one of the elites, you forget all of the people that you were friends with.
3: Yeah, like within but, a day.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, I, I think the only thing that I could that anyone could say in defense of this movie would just be it ain't that deep. The, this movie's plot was written around songs i i think it's pretty clear that they wrote 10 songs and they they threw together a movie around it so Mm -hmm. the plot did not matter but as soon as you look at it you say hell yeah rich people suck
1: right yeah that's kind of the point of uh why i watch these movies so that i can extrapolate in an extreme manner i mean uh i'm gonna go full um Fully automated luxury gay space communism on this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah! Just you wait.
2: So when this movie came out in 2007, all all of us hosts we were all in our in our teens. Um, So we were a little older than the target audience. There were definitely people our age, you know, ninth, Mm -hmm. tenth grade. They were you know enjoying this movie because they'd seen the first one. But I needed a younger perspective, so I asked my five sisters, three Mm -hmm. of whom have been on the show before. Because I know that they were all very into the first one, and I wanted to see if they were just as into this one. Um, So first, hi Katie, Megan, Lindsay, Amy, Kristen, thanks for listening. Um, And secondly, they all said they really liked this one. Um, I believe two of them said that this was the best High School Musical movie. And I asked them, "What you know? Were you you know? Was it still as?" as much of a phenomenon and like they said they were, yeah, they were still learning the choreography along to the movie, you know, like Mm. dancing in front of the TV, uh, doing the group numbers. Uh, they had favorite songs that they remembered said, gotta go my own way. Still makes me cry. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's still definitely a, a strong connection to this movie, possibly as much as, if not more than the first high school musical.
0: Now, is it the best in terms of music?
2: In my mm. opinion, no. In terms
0: of budget?
2: In terms of yeah. budget? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, te- yeah. I guess technically the third one probably has a higher budget. Uh, this True. movie had a bu- an estimated budget of $7 million, which is pretty standard mm. for DCOMs around this time. Like, they, I, you know, I've had a lot of trouble finding this information. I just go by what I can search for online. But it seems that most of them are estimated to be about $7 million. This one, though, it seems like. It's way more of a movie. Like, they, they clearly had good camera equipment. They clearly had, you know, put a lot of thought into, you know, these getting these large set pieces and making everything look more interesting. Um, it's all filmed in Utah, except for mm-hmm. some various scenes, which are in L.A. I assume the kitchen that they're in is, is in L.A. because it's just a studio set. Um, but, yeah, you know, they, they tried to make it look like a movie. And I guess... Turning the contrast up really, really high (laughs) is just what a movie is. (laughs) I don't know why nobody told me this. I could have been a movie director. I could just turn everybody orange. That's easy. Put an Instagram filter on it. It's just a movie now.
0: Mm -hmm. Valencia.
2: Bam. Movie.
0: Uh, Sometimes Zac Efron's wearing a uniform that looks like it just has a sticker placed on the (laughs) lapel. (laughs) It
1: does. (laughs) Yo, I I kept thinking that that logo was just the Microsoft logo. With, like, the four quadrants and the different colors.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it really does. What really bothered me about the logo is that it's fucking papyrus. Every Sweet. font that they have, like, on the on the walls to, like, show where the dining hall is and everything. It's all papyrus, which drives me up a fucking wall.
1: I don't know, man. Like, that's your biggest criticism of this movie so far. I- I think we got to move on. Like you got to find something else to <laughs> criticize. Cause there's plenty of it.
2: Oh, 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 you want, you want something to criticize? This yeah. one was maybe my favorite thing that I found when I was looking through the goof section of the IMDB section. Are you ready? Because yeah. th- this one, I don't know how they got away with this one. When Troy and Gabriella are on the golf course and the sprinklers come on, they are constantly rotating steady stream sprinklers. However, they are making the ch sounds of impact sprinklers. I gotta say, guys, I, I mean, can't I believe noticed. this movie didn't get pulled for that one. Everybody should know the difference between a steady stream sprinkler and an impact sprinkler.
3: High School Musical 2 is canceled.:
2: Canceled. That's it. I mean. O-
1: they should have gotten canceled for their blatant sexual innuendos. Like, oh, you're so, we're so wet. And like, nice balls. Those were just, even at double speed, I was like, oh, innuendo, innuendo.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it happens. Wasn't there a way worse one in one of the last movies we watched where it was like, she gives good something? I I mean, I'll
0: never get over from the ultimate Christmas present, the Los Angeles Naughty Girls.
2: Oh my God! I still want a shirt that was the Los Angeles Naughty Girls. We can make that. Your birthday's coming up. What Mm. was was
3: it? motocrossed? That uh, was that the movie where it was like I'm gonna. It was a guy to a girl who's like I'm gonna ride you so hard you're not gonna be able to get out of bed tomorrow. Oh my God! Yeah, Yeah. or work you so hard.
2: Oh my God! (laughs) <laughs> there's there are some good innuendos in these movies hey listeners if you caught any that we missed doubtful but if you did email them to us disney channel tipsy panel at gmail.com
1: getting an icky feeling from all this
2: yeah um but wait hold on so high school musical 2 Let, let's be honest i am i'm probably the biggest pop fan here but were there any songs here that that were like stuck in your head after you watched the movie be honest
1: no they all went by too quickly <laughs>
2: That, that's fair.
1: Yeah, you, you listened on
0: two
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> so. how it sounded.
2: James, Brandon, what about you guys? Was there anything here that, that stood out in any way?
0: I like the baseball song.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a fun baseball. one. I don't dance. Yeah. It made
0: a compelling argument for, you know, there should be a baseball team a la the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, I, I don't know how baseball works but as far as i can tell this movie showed baseball exactly the way it's supposed to go i don't see any difference between what was in this movie and what they show on the sports tv
1: what i loved about the baseball game is that ryan who his name is my name too he was dressed like an old school pitcher in all white and he had the little newsboy cap that was Mm -hmm. like black and white striped Mm -hmm. and he was pitching like an old school pitcher he was like picking guys off on base it was pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. I- <laughs> it was good baseball representation. Yeah. Accurate. Definitely. Yeah. Except, Except for the singing.
3: The singing and the dancing in the middle of the, the dirt infield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always love a dirt infield only. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. Wait, are
2: you saying that doesn't happen?
3: Uh, Not
1: until the seventh inning stretch, usually. So maybe that's where it are Well, also, most infields are either grass or astroturf. They might yeah. have a little path that goes out to the pitcher's mound that is somewhat dirt. But, you yeah. know, dirt infields are, are Little League shit, really. And at a country club, it's fucking pathetic, man. Yeah.
2: This is a weird-ass country club. It it looks like they're... I mean, I, I guess this is just what... what New Mexico or Utah look like, where it's just one, it's like an oasis in the middle of a bunch of mesas.
1: Yeah. That's That's what happens when you water the
2: desert.
3: That's (laughs) that's exactly what I could think of was like, especially when the sprinklers went on, I was like, God, that's a waste of water. (laughs) Like it's all arid around this golf course, (laughs) which is the case all along like Arizona and New Mexico. Like there's a lot of pro golfers that live in Arizona and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it seems irresponsible to have a golf course out there.
2: Whose decision do you think it was to fill this movie with golf? There's so much golf in this movie.
1: Um, who are the golfers on the staff of the movie? I think that's whose decision it was. They wanted to be able to squeeze in a, a, a round before filming or
3: during.
2: Well, er- Ernie Els is the director, but I don't think that had anything. To do
3: with it. <laughs> I think it was uh, Italo El Cueta. Or Tyne Steckline.
2: <laughs> Those are some names.
3: Oh, this had, when we get to credits names, this had some crazy ones. <laughs> like, b- uh, there's someone named James, shares a name with me, is literally, I will c- take a picture of it, spelled J-A-Y-M-Z. <laughs> James. You got your name like
2: that. Take some creative I, license there. That's
3: my new name. Yeah. yeah. And, t- and Tyne, T-Y-N-E, Steckline.
2: Tyne Steckline. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good
3: one. Doug Pentecost. Oh. Gevorg Manukian. <laughs> Wait, what was that one? Gevorg, G-E-V-O-R-G, and then in parentheses, Gev <laughs> or Jev, Manukian, nice. M-A-N-O-U-K-I-A-N.
2: That's incredible. Is that our median? I
1: guess, yeah.
2: Wow, very cool.
1: Yeah, there there are some good ones in there. <laughs> Safari, Natalia Sorensen, and that's it. Yes. Yeah. And Ryan Novak.
2: I yes. Did and we Don know Shanks. a guy with that name. I feel like we do.
1: We went to high school with him. Maybe he's in this movie.
2: He could be. He very well could be. We'll have to look for him. So so you'll have to look for movie, baseball dancer.
0: Uh, have did Troy and Gabriella not kiss in the last movie? Because that's like kind of the whole plot is that they're trying to kiss.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I should know this. I don't think they do. Somebody's gonna correct me about this, but
1: I, you know what? I thought they did. I really Google's thought my they
2: friends. Did. High School Musical. Do Troy and Gabriella kiss? Cool. Google filled it in. They knew I was looking
0: for it. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, they do here. Yeah. Also, how much did Vanessa Hudgens get paid to be in this movie?
1: $6.9 $6. million. <laughs> and the rest was the actual budget for filming.
0: <laughs> she must have been paid by The Giggle.
2: Oh, absolutely. All she does is
0: Oh, am I running? Oh, am I jumping? Oh, am I walking into a room?
2: I think somehow the acting quality in this movie went down from the previous one. But I think that might have been a director's choice. Like it it seems like they're catering to the youngest audience possible for this movie. Well, Which you is have, probably smart.
1: You have a good point, but hear me out. I cook a lot, right? And sometimes when I make a recipe the first time, it comes out much better than it does the second time. Because I'm, like, paying attention and I'm trying to get it right. That, I think, might be part of it here. The first time around, they were like, oh, i got to do this. It's going to be a big hit if I do it right. And the second time, they're like, yeah, the first one was a smash hit. And this one's projected to be even better. Let's just fucking throw all the eggs in the mayonnaise and add the mustard powder and whatever.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. How <laughs> far Sorry, I mixed
1: my metaphor they? there.
2: That's okay. How, f- I get
3: How far apart were was one and two? Mm.
1: Uh, well this was 07, so the first one was uh 06. Yeah, thank you. Oh, so they
3: really just went bang
2: bang. Yeah, and then that the, could be the part theatrical release of High School Musical 3 was 2008. Oh my oh, god. Shit. Yeah, they pumped them out. They had wow. to. They knew they knew what they had was hot and they didn't want it to die down. So they they did it fast.
0: I mean, this one's so campy. Everything between the musicals and obviously the musical numbers is choreographed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like even the way they like walk into a room or like slide across the floor for no goddamn reason.
2: It feels like uh, uh, a play. Yeah, but not in a good way. No, like, so the first thing that made me think that was like five minutes into the movie. So the movie starts with what time is it? Which I will say is, is a catchy song. I enjoyed it. Um, but the song plays, it's like three minutes long. And then there's like five minutes of just straight exposition. Like, hey, what have you been up to in the six months that passed since the end of the first movie and this one? It's, it feels so weird. And then they do a reprise of the song to move into the next scene. It feels like, you know, you know, in a play where... You know, they do the song, and then the music is still going in the background, and everybody's, you know, talking, sing-songy, um, except it's a movie, mm. so they just cut out the music, and they have terrible dialogue. It would work way better as just a stage play. You think? I mean, I did watch a couple renditions on YouTube. Um, they, <laughs> clearly, they did not have the budget that this did, but... It it, it works. It definitely works. Also because, you know, Disney officially released the stage play and they adapted it for the Mm. stage. So, you know, why why wouldn't it?
1: I wonder how profitable this was for Disney in like the modern era, you know, like because other shit has clearly been much more profitable. But as far as like the Mm. Disney Channel, I mean, I assume this is the most profitable thing that's ever come from the Disney Channel.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I I can't think of what... Well, Hannah Montana, definitely. I think mm-hmm. Hannah Montana probably has out-financed um, High School Musical.
0: Um, <laughs> I want to talk about the other major play, uh, plot point of this movie, which will prompt a discussion. Troy is being a shitty friend to get a scholarship. The question is, did he do something wrong?
2: Oh, Okay. Um, so there's, yes. there's a, there's a bit of a yes and a no here. Um, yeah, he did something wrong because he was just a dick. Like, well, as, as soon as he, you know, got a taste of being rich, he literally said to his, his friends, like who was serving the meals, like, Oh, I forgot. I wanted Swiss cheese on mine. So, you know, they take one scene and about 30 seconds to show that choice changed. But other than that, no, his his just attitude was just kind of weird. I mean, he's getting recruited to go to college for free. That's kind of a sweet deal.
0: Why does he have to sing a song to get a basketball scholarship? (laughs) Yeah. Why are those two so closely related?
2: Sharpay's whole like plot for stealing Troy entirely hinges on him agreeing to do everything she says. And as soon as he says no, she's like, but, 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 but my, my plan. And he's like, nah, I just don't want to do it.
1: I no. um was thinking that Sharpay would definitely be the type of person where she'd like physically drag him on stage, like knowing that he couldn't do anything about it. She'd be like, you know, literally abusive if this was real life, but instead it's a Disney movie. And so, It just goes the way that it does on film.
3: I think, I think, I don't think that he did anything wrong. Usually, the plot of this movie would be that he would be like keeping it a secret from his friends, but he was very openly like kind of blowing them off. Uh, And everybody, even Vanessa Hudgens, um, Mm -hmm. Gabriella, Gabrielle?
2: Yeah, Uh, uh.
3: Gabriella. Gabriella. Um, (laughs) And I think, honestly, his dad had the the perspective of where he was like, listen, a, a athletic scholarship to college is really valuable. Like I understand you, you love your teammates, but you know, this is a really special opportunity. So why don't you go for it?
2: The dad in this movie took such a huge one eighty from the last one. In the first movie, the dad is like, you gotta win. You gotta win son. You gotta do what yeah. it takes to win. No singing. None of that stuff. You gotta win. And in this movie, he's like, <laughs> hanging out with the teens and he's very laid back and he's making jokes. And he says, yeah, college is important, but you also have to be happy and you have to treat your friends. Right. I, oh. I think the dad's having it a affair. I think that's the <laughs> only thing that could explain his total change in attitude and demeanor. I think he met someone at this country club and he's just sneaking out, you know, in the afternoons telling his wife, ah, oh, we got a we got a summer practice with the boys. I got to go. I got to go work with them for a few hours. Don't call me.
0: How about when the dad is he pops the hood of the car to work on it and there's just a basketball
1: <laughs> <laughs> propping
3: it up, right?
0: Is that is that what it, it has a utility? I thought it was just hanging out.
3: <laughs> it very well. I, I missed when the hood opened, so I think I you could be right actually. It's just
0: basketball. There's also a basketball in zach efron's character's kitchen sink yes <laughs> for no reason love that like these these people just put basketballs where they don't belong that
1: was definitely a game by the film crew that was just like yeah where can we shoehorn a basketball in <laughs> <laughs> the set design team
0: it works oh, there's a basketball well. here wait how about when so gabriella and troy get into their big fight towards the end of the movie And there's just a Chrysler van waiting to take her away. And Uh I'm like, that's 100% used by the crew. Yeah. (laughs) This is like a crew van that they're like, all right, something's got to pick her up. How about this van?
1: Someone go get the town and country. (laughs) (laughs) It works perfectly. gold town and country. Yeah, exactly. I I saw it and that was actually the one um, prop that I was like, oh, nice. It was like mom's minivan. (laughs) <laughs> definitely had the buttons by the door and like the bucket seats oh like,
0: yeah definitely and was the pimped uh, out one expandable cup holders oh
2: forgot about those yeah the little a mechanism that like, pops up yeah wow i miss that american innovation and in engineering
1: no dvd player in that van that particular yeah. model yeah No, that's like the super deluxe one. That one costs uh, $38,000 instead of $36,000. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that stood out to be about this movie, specifically with the songs in this movie, is they tried to shoehorn a key change into every goddamn song. Yes. The first three songs all have poor key changes.
3: Sharpay's has one like every thirty seconds.
2: Oh yeah, and it, it wasn't very good.
1: Which one? the The pineapple girl song or no. the no. Um,
2: fabulous oh, the fabulous song yeah. fabulous. But or,
1: one where she is at the pool.
2: Yeah, but oh. can 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 we talk about uh, Huma Huma Pua? Uh, uh,
1: not unless we want to say that it was racist. Because oh it yeah, hundred
2: yep. percent. But I think that it, it it is definitely racist and problematic. Yes. It, but, and, and you hear, uh, you know, you hear Ryan Grabeel doing kind of like a, an Islander's voice. Ashley Tisdale oh, yeah. doing an Islander's voice. Um, but, you know, for, for a second, I'm not going to look at it with a 2020 lens. I just want to talk about the fact that that scene, this, this is how it must have gone in the writer's room. Okay. We need to pull away Troy from what he wants to do so that he can do the fucking worst thing imaginable. And it's just sit there and watch this terrible song. I think that because the song is written to be the worst song in the world, it's actually great. The whole intention is we need Zach Efron to just, you know, to not want to be here right now. And I got to say, I didn't want to be there at that moment either. I wanted to turn off the TV. And I think that makes it almost the perfect song for what it's supposed to be
1: you have a good point that's a yeah that's a really good point that's like when you write a character for uh you know film television a book whatever that's so hateable that you just hate them so much it's Mm -hmm. like you did a good job if if it's exactly it's like
2: it's like a king joffrey it's like a Sharpe.
0: yeah she's definitely the audience favorite
2: she got her own spin-off
0: Hey, do you guys think
2: it was spoiling it for us to watch Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure before watching these?
0: I'm sure my opinions would have changed so much had we went chronologically.
2: Yeah, you know, you got to just understand her motivations. You got to see where she comes from. She's not just a spoiled rich girl. She's a spoiled rich girl who didn't get her way.
0: Really, I consider High School Musical 1, 2, and 3 as just being Sharpay sequels, prequels.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. It's all about Sharpay. But it is
3: interesting to have a recurring character in a, a trilogy or beyond a trilogy, a quadrilogy, that starts each movie, so far at least, the same exact way as a, like a bratty, spoiled, rich person. Yeah. So she has to go through the same arc at least three times that we've seen, possibly four.
2: <laughs> Cultural reset every single time. Yeah, yeah. Just, nope, back to square one.
3: Unless it's like they retconned Sharpay where the other... No, no. They, they've they happened. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like no, all everything the movie, everything it, did happen.
3: Yeah, they all feed into each other.
2: Yeah, very much so.
3: But Sharpay just has
1: amnesia and she forgets. <laughs> That's like me every time we do one of these episodes.
2: Yeah, it is like you. <laughs> You're just like Sharpay. You both have hey, beautiful everybody. long blonde hair.
1: Well, first, let me take a sip of water. Oh, thanks. That was a nice compliment.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, Jessica, we, we, we're here in the studios. We're watching the, we're watching the movie on the screen, and it's important for us to point this out. There's a dinner scene where uh, Troy, where Sharpay, you know, kind of drags Troy along to dinner with her family because she's trying to win him over with, you know, gifts and promises of a scholarship. And Ryan is there because he's Sharpay's brother. And I got to say, for a stylish guy, he picked an awful outfit for this, for this dinner. He's wearing a, a cap to a dinner. Come on, Ryan. Ryan, you know. Ryan. He always
1: wears baseball hats or or hats, I should so, well, say. Well, I mean,
2: like, sometimes he wears, like, those, uh, oh, what's it called? Um,
1: like a newsboy cap? Yeah,
2: like a newsboy cap. Sometimes he wears those. And that would have at least been a little better, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah he was wearing like a shitty baseball hat but in fairness in that very same scene the girl who plays the piano she was wearing like a terrible ass hat. Oh she, she was, also
2: like, wears lots
0: of bad Green
1: hats. and black plaid with her white outfit. Yeah. As as I
3: Anthony think... said corduroy cabbie hats. <sighs>
0: <laughs> Everyone in this movie dresses like they're going to be on the cover of Pottery Barn Teen magazine.
1: <laughs> Holy shit.
0: You're right they do.
1: They bought those uh, pastel-colored lockers for under their bed.
2: Yeah. Hey, did you guys know at all from this movie that Taylor and Chad are dating?
1: Taylor and Chad? And yeah. they are...
3: Corbin
2: who? Blue and Monique Coleman.
1: I thought they were
3: just kind of flirting.
2: So, as of the first movie, they were dating. And I don't think anything has changed that. But I don't know. What, what, no. what I get from this movie is that every actor who was in the first one knew that it was successful, and as soon as they knew that a second one was being made, they were saying, I want to rewrite my contract. I want more lines. I want more camera time. So this movie very much feels like everybody had to have X amount of words said. So some of some lines are just absolute nonsense, but it's in their contract that they have to say five lines in this scene. So they had to say it.
3: I also wonder, maybe this is giving it more credit than it's due, but I wonder if they're, they just have a tough time portraying teens in a continuous relationship versus teens who like each other. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like they, the only way that they even show Troy and Gabriella is that they're like completely enamored with one another. Right. Same same with I forget the characters' names already, but Corbin Blue and
0: Yeah. His name's uh,
2: Chad.
3: Chad. Chad. He's the
2: ultimate Chad.
3: The Chad. Uh um, I feel
0: like Sharpay gets the most screen time. She probably does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Yeah,
2: I mean it, it it's probably Zach Efron realistically, but I feel like we see so much more of her than we see of him. But also he doesn't do anything outstanding. He sings his songs. Um Actually, what you got? What did you guys think of his his footloose moment, where he runs out oh to the golf course and just dances around all passionately and angstily? Yeah. It was like his Backstreet Boys moment. It wasn't his footloose moment.
1: It was like totally Marky Mark wannabe.
2: That too, but isn't isn't footloose the move? Isn't it when Kevin Bacon runs into that like warehouse and is like he's drinking beers and he's you know that song you will never 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 never, never that song isn't he's that causing a isn't that footloose? don't know yeah. it. Yeah. It is. Okay. Um I I mean you you're also right. It's it's it, it's got a very boy band feel to it, but from what I saw, I was like, yes, this is this is Kenny Ortega saying I want to do the footloose scene with Zac Efron. And it it, it worked. Like it didn't look bad.
3: Mm. He yeah, danced he out his dinky. inner conflict.
1: Yeah. I I agree with you Brennan especially cuz he was on a golf course in the middle of like Utah like <laughs> if it was you know if it was a warehouse or even if it was the kitchen of the country club like that would have been much more badass than like he's looking in the lake and he and he fucking hits a golf shot too but yeah. I will say he's got a nice swing <laughs> he can play golf he
2: got a, he... got a good handicap
1: Oh well uh as Brandon said before Google is my friend let's see uh what is Zac Efron <laughs> golf score? <laughs> top 30 celebrity golfers. So 30. That's pretty good, right?
2: If, if he's on the list of top 30, that's that's probably impressive. I can't imagine. He's got a yeah.
1: 14 handicap, according to ProGolfNow.com. That's pretty good.
2: So so I, I don't know golf very well. Uh, the, the best one is zero. Being a, a scratch golfer means you are the best.
3: Yeah. What, what is like...
2: Eight? What is An like eighteen
3: a ho- handicap means that you would get like one stroke per hole. So if you get a bogey, that's like that's like a par.
2: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
3: You guys, fort- this
0: podcast is jumping the shark if we're talking about golf. <laughs> yeah. well, hold on, because pro- maybe shoots, we could spend that means he a whole shoots like hour. in the
3: nineties.
2: I think we spend a whole hour talking about golf. So based on everything I know, okay, here's what I know: you got birdies, uh, you got you got chip shots. You got uh you got bogies. Yeah. Oh, bo- putt, putt. oh yeah, putt mm-hmm. putt 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 and pep. Putt putt save the zoo.
0: Beat the pants off Brandon at last year.
2: Yeah, that's true. Brandon is better than me at, at putting. <laughs> I'm not I'm not much of a I'm not much in the way of the swingy sticks.
1: You're a putter.
0: <laughs> I'm a putz. All right. Sorry, continue your list of golf. No, that's no, it. no, we'd rather talk about oh, baseball, okay. I think. We we'd talk rather about talk about the, ERA. Should we talk about the
2: F-bomb? Yes. D-com-F-bomb. For those of you who don't know, if this were a PG-13 movie, you would get to say, fuck, once. Wait, would you say? it? Go.
0: Okay, when Sharpay's dad is entering the country club for the first time... He arrives just like other people in the news recently. Mm-hmm. He arrives via helicopter, and one of the character goes, "Whoa, fucking helicopter!" <laughs> <laughs> Which was a real quote.
2: Yeah, they they said that in the movie. They had to cut it, but in the extended version, they say it.
0: it's in there.
1: Um, what was the name of the guy who was like the head of the golf course, like the nebbish, Mister Fulton? Uh, Mr. Fulton? Fulton. Mr. Fulton, yeah, descendant. Isn't
0: that Troy's name, though?
2: Uh, He's Bolton.
1: (laughs) Bolton Bolton and Fulton. Fulton. He's he's
0: Bolton on both the women in this film.
1: So Mr. Fulton, the nebbish descendant of the inventor of the steamboat, Robert Fulton, he is uh, (laughs) angrily handing out flyers that prohibit the junior staff from participating in the talent show at Sharpay's behest. Uh, and as he's doing that, um, the, the young lady who he's giving the flyer to is like, Oh, but Mr. Fulton, like, what is this? And he goes on some little diatribe where he, uh, you know, is basically bitching that he's like an underling, even though he runs the place. And like, you know they're all too important paychecks land in our all too empty pockets i think that little uh monologue is is the best place for uh the f word now where exactly would it go i don't know because it sounded like a really fast sort of thing then i couldn't understand any of the words but it would probably be somewhere in there like all too important paychecks land in our all f- fucking pockets <laughs> so that's my vague
2: yeah, that's a good book. that guy looks familiar oh i know why he looks familiar ryan james why? Do you know why he looks familiar I do. Oh yes, wait, I do.
1: I just remembered. He's the dad from Eddie's Million Dollar Cook Off.
2: Exactly. Yep. yep. Uh,
3: and
1: yeah. he was he was in another one. Um Oh
3: my god, I looked it up yesterday.
2: Oh yeah. Uh. I actually I, I don't remember which one he's in. Oh in wait, oh it's on the tip of my it's it's on the tip of my tongue. I, 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 I remember seeing him another time.
0: It's on the tipsy of my panel.
2: It's on Sorry. the tipsy of my <laughs> panel.
3: Now,
2: now I gotta go through. Oh my God, he has 166 IMDb credits. Wow, the guy works. Oh, he's in The Mask. I don't remember that.
1: He works. He works. He works. Mark
2: L. He oh, I found it. He was the dad in The Other Me. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, so he's he's a he's a regular decom dad. okay This one. He's not a dad. Actually, do you think he's a dad?
1: Yeah. Ooh, do you think Mr. Looks...
2: Fulton is a dad? Yes. Do you think his no. wife is his dominatrix? Yeah. Yeah. I, I... I don't
0: think he has a wife. I think he has a boyfriend.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Very valid. And I think you, he okay. doesn't
0: have a child. I think he has two nieces that he adores. That
2: sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. But he's definitely a sub. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. My decom f bomb comes at pretty close to the beginning. We,
0: we really need to spice it up after that.
2: Yes, my decom f bomb is pretty much right at the beginning. Um, it's when Troy and Gabriella are talking in the school right before school lets out. Um, I don't remember what they're talking about, but they're about to they're about to lean in for a kiss, and then the most awkward ass pasty skinny little boy. Just walks up to Troy with a yearbook to sign it. And hmm. this is when Troy would just look at him and go, Ah, fuck. Fuck off guy. Get out of here. I'm not signing your yearbook. Creepy.
3: They you're kid. right. That 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 boy was way too young to attend high school.
2: Yeah. It it seems like he that kid won some contest, like be in high school musical. Mm. Oh yeah. And he did. But his, his vibe was just very, very off
1: You you need to vibe check him
2: Yeah, no, he failed the vibe check Also, Troy signs his yearbook like a fucking autograph Like he's a celebrity Look, that that's just a lame-ass thing for any high schooler to do Even if you are a celebrity
1: Yeah Hi, I'm a fan because you're good at sports You're a junior and I'm a freshman Can you sign my yearbook?
2: Like if I, I went to high school you. with Charlie D'Amico and she tried to autograph my book, I would be offended.
3: Yeah. It's lame. Um, I guess my F-bomb. So there's a, there's a character we haven't talked about at all. Jason.
2: Jason. Uh, right. he is a Jason. member
3: of the basketball team. He's a wildcat and he's the doofiest one he works in the kitchen and he wears a hat that has little chili peppers on it. It's pretty good. Um, he also is in the very beginning of the movie, the one who asks a question. And then at the end of the song, which is there, they're they they're like five minutes to go till they are on summer break. By the end of the song, he's asleep at his desk <laughs> and they have to wake him up when they all leave. Um, but he just has like these little interjections throughout the movie where like the college basketball players come and he's just like an inch away from them staring at their faces or uh, like they're all mad at Troy. This would probably be the F-bomb because it's the last straw with Jason where they're all mad at Troy for going with the college basketball players to go to their practice. And he goes, do you think they'd be mad if I asked for one of their jackets? (laughs) And definitely Chad or somebody to turn to him and go, Jason what the fuck He he's what the fuck
1: Jason is going to be his nickname for the rest of his life.
2: That's a good F bomb. I like that.
1: You always have a good one James. I think uh, they're you're a straight shooter. They they're they're to the point. Yeah.
2: King,
3: King of F bombs right here. James. Yeah,
2: James the fuck master. Oh, J-A-Y-M-Z
1: the fuckmaster. Yeah. Spell <laughs> my name like that and put turn that... over a new leaf in uh, post episode fifty era. <laughs> it's true. Oh my god! Actually, yeah. Good evening, folks. This <laughs> evening we have our our fuckmaster, Mister James.
2: That's that's the big change after episode fifty. Everyone everyone just becomes the the strongest version of themselves.
1: <laughs> You're maniminous now too, James. No offense to your lovely parents. But you don't have a last name anymore. You just Just jam, however you (laughs) spell that.
3: Okay, put it (laughs) on my gravestone.
2: Hey, is there anything of note in the decom dad hour? I think these dads are pretty clear cut.
0: Yeah, they're just figures of minor authority.
2: Yeah, Troy Dad good, Sharpay Dad bad.
3: It's pretty. Maybe maybe I read too much into this, but. Sharpay's brother Ryan is I think and I think the actor has said this said as much so I don't think I'm I'm assuming anything but I think is clearly supposed to be uh possibly a gay character.
2: Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. He and Kenny uh, Ortega have talked about this. Kenny Ortega yeah, is the okay. character.
3: Okay, yeah. So but I saw an interesting thing where his dad is always asking him he goes straighten that hat. Straighten it out. He's asking him to straighten out like several uh-huh. times throughout the movie. And I, I don't know if I looked at if I was reading into that too much.
0: Hmm. Well, he gets an F.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll give him an F.
3: But it could but, also be that he's just very proper, but I mean, there's another way to read it.
2: No, I mean it, it it would make sense. Kenny Ortega himself is openly gay. And he and when you know, when making high school musical, he and Lucas Grebiel talked about the character and it was like, Yeah, you know, Disney Channel won't let us say it, but you know this is the closest we're going to get to an lgbtq character play
1: him gay pretty,
2: pretty much yeah. um i mean i think that ryan kind of opens the door for disney to reach a point where they can talk about it um and i yeah. want to say it was 2018 2019 where the disney channel had a character say that they were gay for the first time it was a uh, oh. it was on a show called andy mac Um, A character just came out and said, I'm gay, um, which was a a big deal for Disney Channel because, you know, Disney's not exactly progressive. Uh, They did a lot of uh, race blind casting, but in terms of sexuality, they've never, you know, broken the norm.
0: Is that why they're Disney Plus, like LGBT? (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly
2: it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. (laughs) yep Disney IA plus just wondering (laughs) Uh. hey you know what's the problem with this movie the only problem with this movie every song has a bridge every song does not need a bridge in fact I would think this movie would be infinitely better if there was just you know, every song was just two choruses and that's it. I think every single bridge was bad. And as soon as, as soon as it happened, I was just waiting for the song to be over. Some of them were catchy and I enjoyed them until the bridge came. And I was like, Oh, fuck this. I gotta
3: be honest. Confession time. I, if a song didn't grab me within the first 10 seconds, I was skipping through it. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I I just I just couldn't I would uh, see where the choreo- like, you know, the choreography mm-hmm. was going. I did go back and watch a few afterwards just to, you know, just to have
1: a sense of them, but as I was watching it for the plot, I was like, "I don't need it." Yeah. I mean, they're not interesting for the most part. I will say that the choreography redeems some of them that otherwise suck. I mean, the first one uh fabulous, right? I mean, that one had uh, by this, uh, franchise's standards, excellent choreography.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and it sort of set the stage for me. I thought that the rest of them were going to be like that, but a lot of them just ended up being like standard pop numbers with standard choreography. And that was pretty disappointing.
2: Well, you guys know that Kenny Ortega has a rich history in choreography. He did the choreography for dirty dancing he directed uh, the tours for. He's directed tours for Cher, for Gloria Estefan. He did. He di- he was director of the Michael Jackson tour that was wow. cut short by his death. Not Kenny Ortega's. Michael Jackson's death. Wow. Um, but yeah, no. This he is it? he is a he's a very accomplished uh, choreographer in his own right.
1: Yeah, look, and it shows. I mean, I'm not knocking the the dance moves that they were doing, but, you know, after seeing Fabulous with the huge production value, yeah. you know, to see later on them just doing, like, stage um, choreography, that was...
2: I'm gonna Different. knock. I'm gonna knock one dance move because mo- most of it was not egregious. But there's one thing that just didn't sit sit right with me in the last song. In what is it? All for one or one for all? I don't remember what it's called. I guess they say both of those. But every time they sing that line, "All for one," and they do that, they like their body twists like a pretzel, and they just like they. they <laughs> oh <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I I, all for one's too hard and I knocked over my mic. Uh, It's it's just not a good dance move. And, uh, you know, they they definitely put in... Damn it, I keep doing it. They definitely put all for one in the movie to be just like we're all in this together. It's the last song of the movie. And I believe from everything I know from my sisters that we're all in this together. The last song of the first movie was the biggest choreography. Like, I I knew the choreography when we watched the movie just because I... You know, seen my sisters do it so many times they definitely tried going for that again and I just don't think it landed at all
1: I don't think any of it landed but
2: that's just me
0: no I agree Brandon we're all in this together is iconic
2: hey hey you rolled your eyes I saw that <laughs> Bel- say what you want it, it is iconic it is an icon and everybody knows that song
0: Uh, And nobody knows all for one. That's true. Well, so for never mind. Well, well, no, it's
2: you're you're making a valid point. Whatever you were going to say after that, I I don't want to worry about. But you're making a valid point where if you hear if you hear the phrase "High School Musical," most people will, if you know anything about it, you know one of the songs from the first movie. But you got to be a true fan to know the songs in this movie. They're not necessarily worse all the time. Like, uh, Honestly, most of them just kind of sound the same, but I, I don't know. They, they they don't have the same staying power that the songs in the first movie had. Mm, maybe that's just me. Ooh.
1: I don't know. I, I think we reached the point in the podcast where I remember that I'm like almost 30 <laughs> and I'm watching a movie that's made for fucking adolescents <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, I... Wasting my time. Wasted your oh, time. Ryan, hey.
0: You love high school musical.
2: Yeah. And it's got baseball. I don't know how many times I have to say this. If it's got baseball, it's your kind of movie.
1: I mean, you're not wrong about that, but, um, you know, why couldn't it have just been an hour and 49 minutes of that baseball game?
2: Well, <laughs> the, the, you could just watch sports for that, can't you?
1: Well, uh, this is... This is a uh, you know a dated reference, but it is the year of our Lord twenty twenty, and uh, you know I don't get to watch much sports these days because everybody's got viral pneumonia that makes you sick.
2: Oh yeah, the novel coronavirus
1: COVID nineteen. Uh-huh. Yeah, SARS CoV nineteen. I have also known as I have heard of the, that. Also known as the 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 Trump thump. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good one.
1: That's the sound you make right before they put you on a ventilator.
2: You know, all the white people in this movie kind of look like Trump. The contrast was yeah. just so high that they it they, they they looked very orange. They looked very orange.
1: Yeah, and I think it made the people of color uh lighter too, which is uh racist in its own way.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They whitewashed Corbin Blue, <laughs> they whitewashed Vanessa Hudgens.
2: They'll whitewash you. (laughs) Hey, did you guys catch Miley Cyrus in this movie? No. Yeah, she's she's right at the very end. So she's she doesn't do anything except just stand there. Uh, It's in all for one. She's just standing by the pool. They cut to a shot of her just kind of bopping around. I don't know why she's there. I assume she just happened. Actually, wait, because this was filmed in Utah. So why would she have just been in Utah? She must have been there specifically to be in this scene.
1: Um, she's chilling. She's
2: unless just it was she's like,
3: there to chill. I'll have to see the shot because I didn't see it, but unless no one else in the main cast was visible and it was just like a second unit thing.
2: Well, I mean, it could have been, but it's basically, but like, I, I don't know because it's at the same place and it's clearly the same mm. time. Yeah. Well,
1: that was actually the only scene in the movie where I was like this looks fun. Yeah. Like an egregious pool party with performers right by the pool and like everybody's jumping in the pool there's balloons and balls like looks fun. So they probably just let Miley go just for kicks. Like hey, this is a party for high school musical 2 go have fun. Yeah, I'm going to be on
0: film. Is so opaque.
2: Yeah, yeah. Loaded
0: with piss. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well,
2: what do you expect? They've been filming there for 14 hours and they tell all the background actors, "You can't get out. We're going again in 5."
0: I mean, it's probably just a really shallow pool so nobody gets exhausted and they're like, "How are we going to cover the fact that everyone's standing?" Yeah, good point. Piss. Let's add liquid piss. piss. Good point. <laughs> Let's
1: add liquid piss. piss. <laughs> as opposed to solid piss let's get some like, supplemental like su- piss <laughs>
2: there's a there's a funny moment at the start of this song where you see Corbin blue uh whack his microphone into the water and he just kind of looks down at it but the camera's panning <laughs> away from him so you know I could i could see why they didn't bother to you know pick a different shot or cut away sooner it's just a funny little funny little moment you know also because like, most of
1: it. out of 7 million dollars went to Vanessa Hudgens, so they didn't really have time to reshoot it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, everybody else got kind of shafted there, didn't they?
1: Um, Um, They're gonna knock my microphone into the pool. (laughs)
2: That's
1: how I heard it.
2: This was the song that did get stuck in my head, though, the next day, all for one. I was, you know, it's, it's not a great song. I don't think it's better than we're all in this together, but I'm sitting there at work just going huh? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Scatchy.
1: Yeah, if you say so.
2: I do say so. <laughs>
1: can we,
3: can we talk about Corbin Blue shirts in this movie?
2: Oh my God, yes! Viva la
0: basketball!
3: Viva la basketball!
0: I majored in vacation. <laughs>
3: yep, <laughs> that was my uh, favorite. He had one that said, "Caution: Do not read this shirt." <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I think they just probably sent out some PA. They were like, "Find the worst novelty go to, shirts from Go to Spencers the- and any of the shirts <laughs> yes.
3: that we can wear, just wear them."
2: Or tease me. Remember tease me? Yeah. Was yeah. Oh my a, god. Was, was that like a national chain, or was that just at our local mall,
0: Spencers?
2: Mm. No, tease, tease no. me. Spencers, I think, oh, was okay. much more well known. Yeah.
0: No, I don't know. Uh,
1: tease me. Yeah, te- tease me sounds like a good local place. Yeah,
2: it was T E E S, like T-shirts. Tease like me,
0: James, and
2: the logo was mm-hmm. uh, like just lips, like kissy lips. Nice. Kissy lips. Kissy mm-hmm. lips. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure they survived the virus.
2: I sure yeah. hope so. I was really hoping I could pick up, you know, uh, a, a shirt with. An know.
0: FBI female body inspector. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully, much like our beautiful and beloved president, they have survived the virus. <laughs> let's let's not um, have another wow. Kirk Douglas situation on our hands, folks. No, no, we want our beloved President Trump to survive COVID. <laughs> right? No uh, comment. I don't know. Do you know? No comment. It's okay. Nobody has to say anything.
0: I don't want to get political.
2: Yeah, who needs politics? <laughs> I'm apolitical.
0: On the decom, yeah, y- it's kind of y- like how I'm asexual. I'm also apolitical. No. All right, I am
1: and... also asexual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's the word. <laughs> is is there anything else in this movie? I'm I'm looking through my notes. Yeah, I wrote. yeah. I wrote. Yeah. I wrote has anyone yeah. in this movie ever just tried speaking a sentence before? <laughs> I don't think they have nothing felt nothing felt right
1: I have something uh did we all notice that Sharpay is lefty
2: oh no I did I, I feel like I should notice that because I'm right a lefty. because
1: exactly did, that, that was directed at you Brandon I wrote did Brandon notice that Sharpay was a lefty
2: no but h- however I am looking at her golfing now and she is golfing righty so much like me She is a lefty who is, you know, you know, who flip flops for sports.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, very cool. Well, the bloopers actually were pretty amusing that uh, they played over the credits. It was funny to see. First of all, it's funny to see those um, actors acting like real human beings, especially Ashley Tisdale. Correct. Uh, And second of all, it was funny to see her like letting go of a golf club and like watching it fly. Yeah. That That was amusing. Mm
3: hmm. Um, I want to talk quick quotes that I caught. Um, I don't understand how these weren't in the blooper reel because they somehow managed to get this one out with a straight face. So Zach Efron is talking to, uh, Gabriella. Troy is talking to Gabriella. Um, and they're talking about what they can do that summer. Oh, my uh, God, I know what you're going to say. He says, we could go to the movies, download music. Oh, And I'm definitely teaching you a twisted flip on a skateboard.
2: I love to teach my friends how to twist and flip on a skateboard.
3: We could go to the movies or download music.
2: (laughs) You know,
0: things that teens do.
1: Kaza.
3: Bear
1: share. Twisted flip. Lime wire.
0: Rhapsody. Monique, Monique
2: Coleman, who plays Taylor is 27 when this movie came out. So oh I am, uh, I am honestly imagining they asked her like, Hey, Hey Monique, what do teens do? And she goes, I don't know. Uh, go to the movies, download <laughs> music, to movies. twist and flip on skateboards.
3: <laughs> Monique had a good line too. She was talking about Sharpay flirting with, uh, Troy. And she goes, that girl's got more moves than an octopus in a wrestling
2: match. Oh,
0: Oh, yeah. Good good one. That was a good one.
2: Hey, hey, time for the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel math time. How many moves would you say an octopus has in a wrestling match? Well, I'll Um, tell you. Six. An octopus... An octopus has work eight tentacles. Out? They have eight appendages, uh-huh. often called tentacles. Now, assuming that they could have eight different moves for each tentacle, but then they may also have moves for two of their tentacles. What we're really looking at here is a factorial, because they would have eight moves that involve one tentacle. They could have seven moves that involve two tentacles, because you know it could be tentacle one and two, it could be one and three, uh, one and four. Oh. You know, you, you you get what I'm what I'm saying here. So if you work your way through the factorial, you really find out that there are about forty thousand three hundred and twenty different moves that an octopus has in wrestling. Now, no, is your name? It's forty thousand three hundred twenty-one because they can also pink oh. in your face.
0: Brandon, <laughs> is your name Zach? Because hmm? what the f we're on with you, man? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, did you did you make that up? Did you have that? No, I saw it on Twitter. No,
0: I saw it on Twitter. Oh, that's
2: good. (coughs) I like that. You could have just said you. You could have just said you made it up. I don't think any of our listeners would have known.
0: I don't think anybody's gotten this far in the podcast since you started that.
2: Yeah, good point. You're probably right. Hey, if you enjoyed my math, let me know. I'll do more Disney Channel math. I bet you would love it.
1: No, make it stop.
2: If you get to do baseball, I get to do math.
1: Yeah, right. I guess it's only fair. But we could combine those two passions if only you would look at baseball reference.com. A lot of math. Tons. I I don't know.
2: I don't know. How could a sport have math in it?
1: You should look at Ricky Henderson's baseball reference page. Yep. That's a good place to start,
2: actually. Did you say Hickey Renderson?
1: Hickey Renderson.
2: Uh, Brandon,
3: I'll send you a video that outlines uh, why Ricky Henderson did more for the base, the base stealing record and why it'll never be recreated for any other record in professional sports, because oh, okay. he did more to move it in his lifetime than is should be happening at this point in a game that's been around 100 years.
2: I, I, I will watch that.
1: Uh, I will watch it, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will pretend to watch it and lie about it when you ask me. Cool. That's
1: that's I'll, really all I'll that help matters. You,
0: I'll help you
2: lie. I'll tell you what things you should
0: say.
1: And actually, say. this this leads me to a very important point, which is this is our fiftieth episode, Woo! and we have had that's fifty drink recipes, fifty different ratings you know, 50 long conversations about 50 mostly very, very bad movies. <laughs> um, so I hope that uh, you'll all uh, join me in, in promoting our recipe book, which most likely when you're listening to this podcast, it will be available to you online.
2: Oh, I would hope so. Maybe, you know, we, we might have to push it a little bit. But uh, yes, we are putting together a recipe book and we want, our lovely listeners, that's you, to be able to make all of our drinks as soon as possible without having to go back through every episode. Uh,
1: and I've, I've written a very special introduction to this book, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm, I'm not going to promote it here, but um, I, I think you'll all enjoy it very much. Uh, it, it actually does relate to, um, you know, the, the idea that, uh, you know, we we don't recognize the greats during their time necessarily. (laughs) And then maybe if we go back um, and and look a little closer, we, you know, we, we, we don't realize what we've got till it's gone.
2: Yeah. They paved paradise. They put up a parking lot. Mm
1: -hmm. This is as good a time as any to talk about the
2: other things related to episode 50. Um, We did reach our 50th episode, and much like episode 25, this is a double episode release. Um, So after you listen to this one, if you haven't already, go check out Quizney Channel Tipsy Panel 2, because we did it again. Uh, Honestly, the first Quizney Channel was probably my favorite experience up to this point making this podcast. It was a lot of fun, and this time Brandon got to participate too, so it's even better. Um, so I highly recommend when you get a chance, go listen to Quizney Channel Tipsy Panel 2 because it's a lot of fun. We have some returning guests, and there's a lot of laughs. It's a great time.
0: Yeah, I was fired for episodes, yeah. like 30 through 45. Yeah, we had
2: creative differences.
1: Yeah, we never actually talked about that, how we uh, kicked you out of the band for yeah. a little while.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: you guys need me for tokenism purposes
2: pretty much. Yeah. We were just three white dudes with a podcast for far too long.
1: And Brandon is the only person of color on our show.
0: That color being white.
1: <laughs> the 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 color of women.
0: <laughs> the color of women.
2: <laughs> what color is that guy's? It's pink.
0: It's pink, damn it. <laughs>
2: we gotta rate this movie we gotta rate this movie before
1: wait, we do anything wait else. wait wait before we go i need to get some air and by that i mean do what zach efron did when he said he needed to get some air and go shoot hoops shirtless but in my khakis
2: yeah that's what everybody does
1: <laughs> <laughs> shooting so hoops and khakis my...
2: doing twists and flips on skateboards you know guy stuff
1: y'all that can see my, my, my six pack and my my pecs
0: <laughs> how old is zach efron in this movie i want to like, say 20 like, not
2: Okay. He, he is a legal adult, but possibly not old enough to drink alcohol. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in just a second. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, but in the meantime, I will explain our rating system, because I think it's about time to rate this movie. We've talked for far too long about this. Um, our rating system is very simple. You can give it a thumbs up or you can give it a thumbs down. Uh, it's just one or the other. You could like it a lot and give it a thumbs up, or you could hate it so much that you think it deserves a thumbs up. It's 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 really up to you.
1: No, you can't. I think that's why you banned Jared from the show. No, no,
2: no, because his answer was bullshit. He said he didn't like it, but it made him feel human, so he gave it a thumbs up. I'm talking about like so bad it's good kind of thumbs up. Like,
1: okay. like I'm
2: like I'm I'm trying to look through this. There are definitely movies that were so bad that they were good that I gave a thumbs up. Um I feel like uh Let's see. Of the things I, I think I think Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme is a movie that was so bad it was good. You know?
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: But yeah. Um thumbs up or thumbs down. Zach Efron was twenty when this movie came out, so an adult, but could not drink alcohol. Oh my god. All right. Who wants to go? I'm gonna go last. I want I want I want somebody else to go.
1: Do I don't it. know guys. I th- I think it should be no surprise that I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. I mean like how look, even if I'd watched it more slowly, I think I would have liked it less. Um I'd rather get 10 guacamole facials than watch <laughs> this movie again.
2: Wait, wait so um, is a guacamole facial a bad thing?
1: I don't want Yeah, yeah it is. That seems pretty. That. That. that seems
2: fine. I don't, I don't think that's Kinda, a bad thing.
1: Yeah, well, you try it, and then you get back to me. Okay. You
2: mm-hmm.
1: Tell tell me how clogged up it makes your pores. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe if I was like an adolescent, this would have been good to me. But like I said earlier, I got to a certain point in this movie and in this podcast where I remembered that I'm almost 30, and this is not for me. And as an adult man, I'm giving this movie a thumbs down. Because <laughs> why should I give it a thumbs up?
2: That's fair. Can't
1: argue with that. It was the 50th fucking time we've done this, and like I know I shouldn't factor in all the other times, but like I love talking to you guys and I love doing this podcast, but I hate watching these movies. Like <laughs> you you should know that.
2: Yeah, I get it.
1: This is built to
3: make you suffer, Ryan. Built to spill my guts. <laughs> Um, I can go next. Uh, I w- thought of drinking every time they say summer in this movie, oh, man. but I would have, I would have, I would have died. Yeah. Um, it's definitely like real silly, real typical, um, kind, like it just seems hastily thrown together. And like I said, the music was not for me. Um, having said that, and I don't remember what I gave the first one, but I'm going to say thumbs up. Maybe okay. it's because, maybe it's because like, there's just enough nostalgia to it where it's like, I, these, like some of these actors actually wound up being famous and things like that. And also now finally understanding what was going on with high school musical. Cause I never understood that when it came out. And then on top of it, the, the acceptable silliness and not the like annoying silliness of it. I'm going to say thumbs up.
2: All right. Uh, just for reference, you gave the first movie a thumbs down. I did. Yeah. Huh. The first movie, Brandon and I gave a thumbs up. Ryan and James. Hey, gave a thumbs Brandon,
1: up. what did I give the first one?
2: <laughs> you gave it two thumbs way up, buddy.
1: Unbelievable. Way
2: up your ass. Nice. Oh, thank you.
0: well, like James, I'm switching my opinion. Uh, you know, it was fun to watch the future on-screen Jeffrey Dahmer do a basketball dance breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, this music was poison to my ears, and it's a thumbs down for me.
2: Wait, I thought he was. Um, I thought he was Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy.
0: That's what I said. Ah, yeah. Play back the tape.
2: Yes, of course. Oh, uh, oh, okay. No, I'm hearing it. Yeah.
0: Wait, who's that? Who's the? Who's the handsome one?
2: Aren't they Ted all Bundy. handsome? Isn't that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? I'm not a. I'm not a true You're crime so busy fan Bundy dollars. I'm not I'm, I'm not a white woman in their twenties, so I don't listen to true crime. But well, I from wh- what I've heard, as the
0: only white woman in her twenties that you guys know. Uh, I might be wrong.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think many of them are, are attractive, but sociopathic men.
1: Yeah, just like uh, the Golden State Killer and the BTK Killer, two famously attr- not they're old and <laughs> <laughs> sick and gross. And
0: jo- oh, yeah. John He's Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy. gross, Whatever, man.
3: fat,
1: sad clown. Jeffrey, I think Jeffrey Dahmer was pretty creepy. But can we talk about 9-11 oh, instead? I don't want to talk guy. about yeah. serial murder
0: anymore. Sorry. All right, Brandon, what's your review? All right.
2: Uh, this, I've, I've had to sit on this one for a while. So I did, I did have some of the songs stuck in my head um, throughout the day. Uh, but the movie itself did not hold my attention in the slightest. Um, wow. Wow. But but it's it's tough for me to to rate it because I know that this movie was made just for the music. If I could rate just the music, I don't think I think I would give it a thumbs up. But because it is a movie, and the movie relies on and the music relies on us getting through the plot points, I really hated that. I I gotta give it a thumbs down wow it's you know the the uh the as i I mean i i'm just gonna say it again because i can't think of any other way to say it the music is way better than the rest of the movie but the movie itself just does not hold my attention even a little bit
3: never in my life would I have dreamed that I would be the lone High School Musical to apologist? I know that's
1: that's mad.
3: The,
2: that is
1: wild.
2: I I don't have a uh, so I, I have our, our our spreadsheet of all of the information sitting here, um, and if if everything updated the way that I thought it would, um, yeah, James, you have gone against the grain I think four times now, which is pretty interesting. Um, And this is one of—I think this might be the only time that you gave a thumbs up, where everybody else gave a thumbs down. Oh no, I'm wrong. You gave a thumbs up to Xenon the sequel, and everybody else gave it a thumbs down.
1: Wow. Yeah. I was Um,
0: gonna say it's like James is simp for Xenon. Oh
3: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's it's actually uh, Protozoa. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. No, that'll
0: do it. Um, He
3: makes your heart go boom, boom, boom. Yeah, he does. He's my supersonic man. He gives you the drum thump.
2: Yeah. Um but uh, from what I'm seeing here, uh, you know, as of episode 49, my, my stats were different. But um now that we've done fifty episodes, I have I have a little bit of, of fun information here. Uh James and Ryan have the exact same thumbs up, thumbs down breakdown. As of wow! Editing, you have, that's crazy. That is wild. You have both given twenty six movies a thumbs up and twenty four movies thumbs down. Um,
1: that's actually shocking to me. Not only because we have the same ratio, James. Actually, that's the least surprising part of this. The most surprising part is that I've given more movies a thumbs up than a thumbs yeah, down. Yeah, I'm surprised same.
2: too, Ryan. I think a lot of that came in the last uh, in the last fifteen or so. Um, from That
1: makes sense. That tracks. So
2: from episode 37 until now, you have given eight thumbs up over 14 episodes. So
1: what was the date of episode 37? The
2: date of episode 37. Uh, let's see. thirty Episode 37 was Susie Q. And we dropped Susie Q on looking at the details. Uh, we dropped that on February 24th of this year. So this year has been wow. your most positive outlook on these movies, possibly because there has been this one little thing that has kept all of us home and unable to do anything with our lives.
1: What sobriety? Yeah,
2: that. Mm-hmm.
1: We're all sober. Everybody in the country is
2: sober right now. Um, perhaps unsurprisingly, I have given the most thumbs up. I have 29 thumbs ups and 29, <laughs> 21 thumbs downs. Uh, Brennan, you have now swapped to being more negative. Uh, you're the only one who has yeah. more thumbs-downs than thumbs-up.
0: Dude, hell yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a
0: witchy bitch.
2: Hell yeah. I love it. Um, we were going to talk about our top threes and our bottom threes, but this episode has gone pretty long. I think we should save that for for Quizney, too. What do you guys think? I... Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, we could
1: just spitball a little bit, but, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, we have we have a lot of recording to uh, to do for our double feature. So let's let James go to bed.
0: I thought we already recorded it. Ah, Remember
2: the crazy thing that happened? Um, Ah ha ha ha. That was miraculous. Yeah. Great time recording that episode. Um, But yeah, everybody who's made it to this point. Thank you so much for listening. We do it for you guys also for yeah, me, if you made it to this point
1: that you kind of deserve some like insider knowledge like my social security number my direct cell phone number yeah
2: we're gonna drop all that after after the break uh but if you want to interact with us we'd love that uh we're on instagram at disney channel tipsy panel we are on twitter at tipsy panel we have an email disney channel tipsy panel at gmail.com we have a we're phone, on the
1: phone number number is
2: 911 number is not 911 uh it is eight six three sixteen thirteen. thank you yeah we haven't said it in that's a while a yeah we took online. a we took a real break
1: there that's nine one four eight six three sixteen thirteen. or if you just want an immediate response you call 911 just start screaming <laughs> and hang up <laughs>
3: And this is real advice. If you're in a situation where you can't speak to 911, break a glass or an object and that is recognized as a call for help. Really? Wow. Nothing to do with Disney movies,
2: just it's a thing in the real world. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. That is very good to know. Thank you. All right. Here to help. But that's our show everybody. Um we're so happy to have done this for 50 episodes. Ryan's not you speak for yourself. Yeah, no, I'm happy to have done this for 50 episodes and I'm happy to do this with my friends who I love very much. And I'm happy that there are people out there who like listening to me do this with my friends. Um, please write to us. Please interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you want us to do next. And please listen to Quizney channel tipsy panel too, because the Quizney channel is very, very fun and I have a great time with it. So yeah, check it out. That's our show, everybody. Tune in next time. We'll have another decom for you. Bye. Fifty goddamn episodes. Oh,
1: uh, I just like don't even have anything funny or clever to say. It's just I've I've said it all already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> should I? Should did I make things confusing with the? Uh, like oh, but we already recorded it. No, was that's no. It? no. Because no.
1: I think it was right. good. <laughs> Nothing matters. Because we this were talking
0: point. like we already had Yeah no we were it's fine like we were going well, to Well that is
2: entirely my fault because I said I spoke as if we did and then I right. spoke well, as you're, if we did it.
1: Brandon, you're generally the one who keeps it not uh, who who makes the dated references.
2: Right. That's you know, kind of my thing to be not good at this.